Welcome back. It's Locked On Chiefs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And everything is going on. The 53 looks pretty tied up. Practice squad has been filled out for the most part. A lot of your fan favorites are going to be talked about today because there's a lot of back and forth. We have a piece of news for you. We are going to give you a piece from our new sponsor later. It's brought to you by Run Your Pool. Check them out today and get $10 off at runyoupool.com. Slash locked on and use the promo code locked on at checkout. We'll see if I can get through that better next time. And a little bit of late breaking news that we're going to get into right after this. Welcome to Locked On Chiefs. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked On Chiefs Podcast. We do have a lot to talk about really quick, just to clarify it is runyourpool.com slash locked on, uh, runyourpool.com slash locked on. That's what happens when I'm running, not yeah. necessarily to the pool, but yeah. to run. Your I get pool. it. <laughs> I get it completely. Uh, and there is somebody that is running right now and he is running to the COVID list, unfortunately. Oh man, that's a tough one because uh, you hate to see this. It looks like Tyron Matthew has come back positive. He's going to the COVID list, and uh, this is not a close contact. It is a positive test. But they, on the positive side, uh, according to Nate Taylor of The Athletic, that uh, he is expected to be available for the September 12th game against the Browns. Now, that's absolutely not what you want to hear this week. Um, and I have yet to see whether it's confirmed, whether that's a breakthrough case or something else that indicates a, a different status. But in the meantime... Marcus Kemp is back on the roster. So the 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 question of the day, I think, has been answered in, in this pair of exchanges. Yeah, but it still leaves other questions because you're sitting here in a situation where Tyron Matthew heads to the COVID list, obviously. Uh, if, even if he doesn't get any practice in, I'm sure Kansas City will be comfortable with him being ready to go for the game on the 12th. So I don't think that's an issue. Um my question, though, is is like they're talking about LDT practicing next week and maybe Austin Blythe as well. So I'm really surprised about both of those guys. Yeah, that took me by surprise as well. And I, I'm not sure that I buy it, first and foremost. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also not sure if if that was the case. And without this, this test result for Tyron, then what was the plan that you were cutting Kemp and – you didn't have a plan to reacquire him for your special teams coordinator, and you maybe, you, maybe you, they knew. Well, maybe that's true. That is that is a fair point, because um, that would be my concern: is that were you going to have both of these guys um, who have been nicked up? Um, now Blythe has had surgery, so that's uh, clearly in my mind a more significant ailment, quote unquote. But right? Had you planned for that the whole time, and you just weren't going to get camp back or were you going to do something else with the linebacker that was also a comment today that they were aware uh, with the, the Willie toe injury. Again, it still has not been confirmed for turf toe. And the fact that they think he can play week one, that means it most likely is not, but it's some kind of well, toe injury, but I've heard different things. I've heard that it is turf toe, which if it is turf toe, he will be probably missing week one and he will end up on IR would be my guess. So yeah. maybe that's a corresponding move that they thought they were going to make. And they didn't have to because of this positive COVID test for Tyron Matthew. And now the other question becomes, you know, and I don't want to go down too far down the rabbit hole on this, but 
Is this oh, yeah. going to be a no? I really don't. Is this going to be a breakout situ- or breakthrough situation with the Chiefs? Tyron Matthew is, I mean, there's leader, and you would think everybody's going to be around him. And if I would imagine he got vaccinated, we don't know that for sure. But if they're saying that he should be available on the 12th, you would think that he would have been vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And, um, and truly, a breakthrough is if if somebody gets it and is positive while being vaccinated, and that generally still doesn't spread to other vaccinated people. So, knock on wood. That's not the case, but there could be a cluster, especially if someone else in that DB room happens to be unvaccinated. So we're going to have to pay very, very close attention here. And this is, again, uh, another transaction. Well, we'll talk about all the practice squad transactions here coming up in the next couple of minutes. But those guys, everybody on the practice squad, especially on the defensive side of the ball now, becomes very, very important in terms of having to be elevated in case of these COVID listings. And the good thing to note is all these – this rigmarole is because when you go on the COVID list, you do not count against the 53. So it is a temporary situation. Which I'm glad that they are keeping for this year because I think it's going to be necessary for multiple teams. Uh, Not that I'm happy that COVID's still around, but it's the reality of the situation. You have to have that availability. Yeah. Week in, week out. It's super important. Um, uh, And speaking of running, Daniel Sorensen is running to be the – most important safety going into this next week uh, with this Tyron Matthew news. And we are going to talk a little bit more about football season is back. Let's make the most of it with a better way to create your custom pool at runyourpool.com, the premier sports pool hosting service. Run Your Pool makes it ridiculously easy to run a football pool with friends, family, or office mates. They offer dozens of formats, including Survivor, Pick'em, Squares, Margin, Confidence Pools 33, and more. Run Your Pool hosts formats for NFL and college football with one-week games, full-season playoffs, or the Super Bowl. Unlike other fantasy sports platforms, Run Your Pool has options and settings to make it your own. You can even brand your pool for your local business, bar, or restaurant. Reconnect with friends and join nearly 2 million football fans to make every game action-packed this season. Check them out today and get $10 off at runyourpool.com slash locked on or use our promo code locked on at checkout. Anywhere, everywhere in the world, Run Your Pool helps friends and colleagues compete. The NFL season starts September 9th. Start today at runyourpool.com slash locked on and have your pool up and running in minutes. Runyourpool.com slash locked on. Game on. Game on is right. And this particular part of the offseason is very much a game. Um, A shell game, a chess game, whatever you want to call it. It's not as straightforward as it seems. And I think that a number of things happened and, and came out today that really explain why they did what they did with the 53. Two cases in point are Tim Ward, who I think a lot of fans thought had earned his way onto the 53. I would probably argue with that, given the level of competition that he played. He didn't make big plays against ones, and I think that was the distinction for the team. But he and Bo Pete Keys, who I kept on the 53 because of this scenario, they were both claimed off of waivers. And they will not be Kansas City Chiefs at this point unless those teams that claim them eventually cut them and then maybe they can return. Right, and they have to be on those active rosters for the next three weeks, so they definitely won't be on the Chiefs roster for opening day or for the first month of the season, probably in October, if they ever come back to the Chiefs roster. Uh, There was another player that had the opportunity to come back to the Chiefs roster and decided against it. Did he, though? Because I'm not convinced of that. Given that Derek Moore <laughs> is back, I'm wondering if this wasn't a spiteful move by Darwin Thompson to say, you don't want me back? Well, I'll go to the guys that beat us last time. 
Spiteful maybe, but I still think he was offered a chance to come back. Maybe I'm wrong. I haven't I, seen that confirmed, so I don't know. Well, I saw it out there. They, they offered him a spot, and he decided to go to Tampa Bay instead. Oh. Uh, take that for what you will. Doesn't surprise me. Honestly, he wasn't going to get back on the active roster without an injury this year, and I don't think he really adds a lot that you really couldn't get from Derek Gore. I mean, they're di- they're completely different running backs. I get that. But Darwin Thompson wasn't doing anything that was special on the preseason fields this year. So really hard for me to be upset about this. Yeah, I I, I feel the same way. I think Derek Gore had taken his role, to tell you the truth. And whether he was actually offered the spot or not, that we may actually never know. But I think he probably <laughs> would have been behind Gore. Yeah, and honestly, I you know it sounds like let's get into the roster moves really quick. Damone Harris practice squad, Austin Edwards practice squad, Devin Key practice squad, Zane Anderson, Amari Cobb, Daryl Williams, the center, not the running back. Why? Cornell Powell, Shane Bouchelle, uh, Maurice French, and then those are the guys that were with the Chiefs that are back on the practice squad. Then you have. Oh, that's the f- that's all the ones I've seen that are back here. Within while we've been recording, uh, DiCaprio Poodle uh, has returned as well. Oh, okay, there you go. I did not know. That. I didn't see that. Uh, Shakir Shakir Brown, or however you pronounce that mm-hmm. first name, uh, Benito Jones, Cortez Broughton, and Christian Roseboom are all added, and they are all players from other teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, it looks like it's eight and seven. So. Uh, seven offense and eight defense with the addition of DiCaprio Boodle. And so there's still one more slot. We'll see what happens there. Um, I'm still pulling very, very in one direction for uh, Jacoby Stevens. I haven't seen him sign anywhere, and I hope the Chiefs are looking for him because he is a hybrid. Just a quick update. Uh, Tyron Matthew has been fully vaccinated. So just that was that just came out. I just wanted to clarify that. Okay, that's good. So it is a breakthrough case, uh, which hopefully means that it's not going to run rampant, but we'll see. And he is asymptomatic. So he would be allowed to return to the team around the team facilities following two negative tests taken 24 hours apart. So he could be back in three days. I think it, I think the men's five, if I remember the, the CBA rules. I could be wrong. <sighs> well, it, but yeah, all, two all back, back negative is, tests. Yeah, two back-to-back negative tests with, with 24 hours apart. So uh, if it's five days, I mean, it's next week, but – it's Labor Day weekend anyway, and uh, he won't be there for practice. Yeah, and I, I think that's great. Um, if you're going to find a time to take it off, it's this week. So, <laughs> you know, um, same thing's going on in Tennessee, um, a number of things. If it has to happen, which I don't think any team's going to escape not having any for a full season, um, this is a pretty good spot to do it. Now, in terms of the guys coming back, uh, we'll get into the new guys here in the next segment but for now like what stands out to you about who's back and who isn't doesn't shock me the pals back uh michelle's back i'm really actually kind of happy about cobb and harris uh and obviously i'm very happy about devon devon key uh zane anderson's back i think they list it looks like he's listed as a safety at the side i'm looking at so uh interesting there although the chiefs always listed him as a cb um you know, those are the kind of guys that I would expect back. Uh, Austin Edwards, I really was kind of surprised about a little bit just because I didn't really see much from him. Uh, and But they didn't bring back Tyler Clark. They went with two other DTs. I thought that was kind of interesting. 
Yeah, I thought so as well. I thought Clark was was destined for the practice squad. I feel a little bit better because all the guys that I missed on on the 53 are now back on the practice squad. So um, it, it really did come down to, I think, Willie's injury. I and whatever still would have won the bet. Oh, would you have? Okay, whatever. Wait, <laughs> yeah. no. All, all those guys. <laughs> no, because we're, we're talking about the regular 53-man roster, and I, I think I had 51 out of the 53. All right. Next next year we're doing the 69 man roster. Oh, that's not what she said on the that's not what it was talked about. That's why I said next year. Yeah, well I but, don't have to worry about it because you'll never remember. But the key part of that for me is though that those those guys that I took chances on because I saw something or the athleticism or whatever, like that's still all in the mix. They can still progress and could be a, a substantial piece for the Chief sometime down the road, next season, season after, whatever. Yeah, the question is is whether or not they'll stick. I, you know, with 16 guys, there's going to be turnover. Uh, there's not been a ton of players that have gone on the practice squad and stayed there the entire year. Uh, Jody Fortson's one of the few. Um, so definitely something to watch there. I, and there's other people that I think will end up on the practice squad at some point. I think Darius Harris will end up on the practice squad because uh, I think once Willie is healthy, I think he gets released. That's just a guess on my part, though. And honestly, I, I guess I'm kind of in there's honestly, again, I apologize. Um, I'm a little surprised that Daryl Williams is back. Uh, not necessarily because I thought he played bad, but I just I would have thought that maybe with all the different players that they had at that position, they wouldn't have gone there. Because if you think about it, Allegretti, Blythe, and Humphrey. Right, but I think that tells you something about Allegretti is that they want him to remain a guard. And so they have – by keeping Vlad, that gives you your backup on the roster, and then Daryl would be the emergency center is my yep. my thought. Um, so I, I like that, and, and I like Daryl's game, and I, I think he did show improvement from one camp to another. I do too. Um, and so then maybe he can be the backup next season. I think uh, with Blythe being an aged veteran like he is, I think there's room for that. And, you know, um, not everybody can be Jody Fortson because – you know, you're always taking a chance. And if you want to take a chance, get over to betonline.ag. Take your chances there. Lay your money down and you can get what you get out of it. The gridiron, the football season, the props, every football team that you want to bet on is over there at the number one spot for all your pro and college action. Uh, there's a college game too. I always forget about that part. Um, get all the updates, props, and contests there, including the biggest half-million-dollar mega contest, and the $200,000 survivor contest. Those are open now over at betonline.ag. Head to the website with your mobile device. Sign up today, and you'll get a 100% welcome bonus. That's 100% of what you put down. They're going to give you that as a bonus. And opening week game is still open on the 9th. The Bucks and Cowboys, you can place a wager for up to $25, and if you lose, you get that back. Only new customers are able to do that, but hey, it's still something nice to have bet online is the fastest easiest way to get all your bets in down and uh what did you like on the line yes <laughs> um, line, yeah. use our promo code locked on over at bet online your uh online sportsbook experts now they're not the only ones though because uh there's a lot going on and on the line i don't know it could be a brake line it could be uh, a steering cable it could be just a speedometer cable. I've, I've had those lines break too. And you can get all that kind of stuff for your car or vehicle over at rockauto.com because they are our friends as well. And they're here to help you. They'll save you time and money. I think time's the more important myself, but 50 or even 100% on parts that you can get in a brick and mortar store. They can get you through the website without any hassle and without waiting. It's important 
to me, I'm hoping it's important to you as well. Rock Auto is a family business. They've been doing it for 20 years, and they're reliably low for every single customer, including you. So head over to rockauto.com right now. Put your parts in that cart. And when they ask you, how did you hear about us, put in Locked On. That would help us out. We appreciate that. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car or truck is ever going to need. Check out rockauto.com. Now, parts are what this practice squad is about, and I find it interesting that, like you said, they brought some players back, but they went out and actually acquired a couple of guys from other teams that I think tells you about where they are at certain positions. Who stood out to you? Well, Brown from Pittsburgh, I think, you know, bringing in another CB I think is interesting. I do think that it's, uh, it's going to be something to watch. I wonder how long he's going to stick. And, you know, when you start looking at some of these players that other teams are bringing in or, or that Kansas City's bringing in, you have to wonder if there's some also they're looking ahead saying, okay, well, can we get anything from this guy for the games that we have coming up? Uh, Cortez Broughton played for the Chargers, I believe. So mm-hmm. there's that possibility there. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same thing, Darwin in reverse, right? Like you can gain some intel from that. Uh, Shakur Brown, I actually think is here on his merits. He's not like the fleetest of foot. He's he's not their typical luxurious Need, Chavarius Ward, speed guy, high athleticism scores, right? Um, but he is a feisty, physical, inside nickel. He's he's just under 5'10". Like, I think this is the spot for him for the Chiefs because it's under their normal threshold of usually 5'10", 5'10 about is about as low as they'll go. But I think the physicality he brings at a spot where maybe you feel like in the future it's Fenton and Baker that have to be outside and you can't rely on Baker to be the back of nickel. Maybe that's what you're looking for here so you can maybe get Snead to be a traveler. Yeah, and that makes a lot of sense to me. I'm really just going to be interested to see how their practice squad shakes out. And it's always curious because every single week it seems to change. There's going to be guys that come on and guys that go off. And, you know, it's just going to be that every single week. The question is, is how many of the 16 original ones are going to still be on the roster at the end of the year? My guess is uh, very few, but we could be surprised. This year, I mean, especially if you really like – key that would be one that i would think would stick uh you drafted powell so you like him the question is just whether or not you think he can develop and honestly if you're going to put a qb on the on the practice squad you would think that you want him there for a reason so i would expect him to stick as well yeah i i do too and and you know a word on powell a lot of people were upset i i i think that you should be quite frankly not too worried about it at this point because it's not just that the Chiefs didn't decide that he, Cornell Powell, even as a draft pick, was ready for prime time to make this roster. Neither did any of the other 31 teams. So I think that tells you about where he is developmentally. Um, I'm actually just uh, glad to tell you the truth that the Jaguars didn't claim him because I thought being a safety blanket for Trevor Lawrence might have been something that Urban Meyer was interested in. Uh, you know, you can call that mistake 784, whatever you want to talk about there with the Jags. But I think it gives them an opportunity to continue the investment that they've already put into Cornell Powell and eventually get something for it. Yeah, and there's no nothing that says that he can't come back and contribute this season. Uh, I mean, there is going to be call-ups every week. I would expect that that's going to be something that's going to happen. Uh, you know, So I think that Powell could contribute at some point this season, or maybe he doesn't, and maybe he's gone by the end of the year or gone by week four. We just don't know at this point. But you're right. 31 other teams saw what he did in the preseason and said, nah, I think we're good. 
Uh, and that's honestly what they said. And, and you have to take that into consideration when you're sitting here looking at guys. Not all teams are going to hit. Sorry. Not any team is going to hit on 100% of their draft picks. Right. And a fifth round pick, I mean, yeah, you can, I guess you can get upset about, but uh, they traded away an undrafted free agent earlier this week for a seventh round draft pick. And who knows what you're going to find? Yeah. Or who knows what you're going to use that seventh round draft pick to trade for? Well, I tell you what they're not going to trade for is they're not letting go of tight ends. I want to finish on this one because this <laughs> is telling about the 53 too. They right. fielded offers for multiple of their backup tight ends. And that's why that you didn't see any of them go. Because fielded, I just want to say fielded might be a little much. They they heard people asking. I, I fielded makes me think that they were going to trade somebody away. Uh, just okay. want to clarify. Okay. They got interest on multiple. There you go. And I think as excited as I am about four tight end sets, that tells me that maybe they were considering letting someone go and doing the practice squad thing, but because of the interest, they decided not to. So maybe I'm not going to see the, the four tight end sets anytime soon. Or maybe they'll bring in Thaddeus Moss and you'll see five. Hey, I'm all for it. Um, did you talk about that yesterday? No, I don't think you did. So I'm, no, I, I still want to know how the – Five tight end set is going to work. Well, that's that's the thing. Is like that's that's too much for me because I need a fullback in there. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I draw the line. I tell you what, though, um, Quincy Roche got picked up off of waivers, so that was a, a player fit that I had been looking for. Um, Strowbridge is still out there, from what I've seen to this point as we record this. He's another defensive end that I think has upside that maybe they might want to bring in that could fit this system. Um, John yeah, um, veteran, obviously. Jacoby Stevens is still out there. Didn't get claimed on waivers. He's my big pickup. But uh, John Brown's interesting. Um, I don't know how much. You literally, that's a track team. I mean, that's a 4 by 400 at that point. It's a 4 by 100 What am I talking about? Yeah. Um, but I don't see, like, he signed a contract that was almost guaranteed by the Raiders, so they're paying him regardless. So yeah. he could go wherever he wants and get nothing to play. Yeah. vet men for whatever he wants and he'll still get whatever he was guaranteed from the Raiders. So to me, I think it makes a lot of sense for at least to bring him in to see if he's got anything left. Uh, and that would really stink for some of the other wide receivers they have, but uh, that would be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. Or could be a lot of fun to watch. It definitely could. And I'm looking forward to seeing who they come in because there's one spot left. Like you said, there's still going to be some churn. Adiingbo's still out there. Um, there's a number of guys. And we'll, we'll keep you updated. Let us know who you'd like to see them move or bring in down there in the comments on YouTube or in the iTunes reviews or hit us at Locked On Chiefs on Twitter. We appreciate you guys taking the time today. We'll be back with you tomorrow to dig deeper as we get ready for, you know, the run-up to week one. If we hear anything more about time, we'll let you know as well. So thank you, guys. Thank you, Chris. And we'll talk to you next time.